0: Sana, how do you spell the word steel?
1: Uh, steel as steel, or steel as steel, or steel?
0: Um, yes.
1: Uh, okay, so <laughs> I have three different spelling for you. Okay, let's hear them. S-T-I-W-L, S-T-E-A-L, S-T-W-E-L.
0: Okay, the first one, it would be pronounced still, not steel.
1: Yeah, but they're the same thing. They
0: are? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For the sake of. Pretty
1: much they're the same. L-
0: for the sake of not making things more complicated than they need to be, can we stick with two different definitions or two different variations of the word steel? Okay. And just make sure that still is not part of this discussion. Can we agree on that? All right. All right. So, how do you define the word steel? With that first uh, spelling that you had, S-T-E-A-L.
1: Steel means robbed. Robbed. Theft.
0: You have something and someone takes it from you. Right, theft. All right, how do you define the word steel spelled S-T-E-E-L?
1: Well, that's just the metal.
0: It's just the metal.
1: Yeah, but this steel pretty much solid and it doesn't rot. Yeah. Not rot, what um, But what are
0: some of the qualities of steel?
1: You can shape it to make it beautiful. Shiny. Very good. The um, jeweler use it to make yeah, accessories. Stainless, stainless steel. Stainless stainless steel, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well there's a variation of the word steel, uh S T E E L that is applied to like your resolve on something. If you uh, make a decision to do something or you set out to do something, you steal your resolve to do this thing, right? hmm You know, 2020 has been challenging for just about everybody on the face of the planet. We can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus, the United States has all these protests with racism, and that's a hot topic these days, and it just seems like everybody's a little bit on edge. And it's been difficult for us, too, not because of the coronavirus and not because of racism, but we were just, all we were doing was trying to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, well, we got married b- by a, a Christian pastor in January of this year, but um, registering the marriage with the local government here in Vietnam has proved to be quite a challenge. And although we have, it's, it appears that we've found someone who can help us, for a long time, it was very, very difficult. We thought that it was going to be... Well, I think we both expected, you know, a little bit of red tape, some things that we don't understand. It's in a different country, different language. So we were both expecting things to not be as smooth as they might be if we were in our own home countries. But um, neither of us expected what we, ex- what we, what we had experienced. What we experienced was... A lot of confusion, a lot of, um, you know, we, we took the, we got all their, our documents like we were, were being instructed to do. We took them to the district office, and they said, well, you need this document. No, you need this document. No, you need this. And then they said, well, you didn't get this quite right, but for this amount of money, we can fix it for you, and then we can. And so this went on and on and on, and they kept wanting more money. And they kept wanting this little document. I even had my driver's license in Virginia translated into Vietnamese <laughs> because this person <laughs> wanted proof that I'm a resident of somewhere in the United States. I don't know why she asked for that, but she did. And so I act, I literally had my driver's license translated into Vietnamese. And even after all of this, we had given them the equivalent of around $250 U.S., and still it wasn't enough and they said well we need an additional 1000 US dollars to do this to process your your marriage registration now what i the, the what i'm getting at here is that this circumstance it could have broken either of us either one of us could have used this uh, set of circumstances, and say, well, maybe this is a sign that this marriage isn't meant to. Ha- maybe it's a sign that it's not meant to be. Maybe it's. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't. Maybe uh, if if we weren't as committed to it as we may may have professed to be at one time, we could have used this as a way out. Either one of us could have could have said, ah, to heck with it. I don't, want to, I don't want to do this. I didn't want to do this to begin with. I was just going along with it just because I was writing my emotions. And, but I'm really, really not, I don't want to do this. Now, my brother John and I, we've, we've butted heads a few times over the years. I, we both have very distinct ways of viewing the world, and we're both very opinionated. And when we share our opinions, we're both very uh, vocal, and we're both very strong in our language, when we share our opinions. So as a result of this, we've butted heads. However, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So to give credit where credit is due, my brother John actually said something that uh, really made a lot of sense and it really hit home for us, you and me, and I think anybody listening to this who's going through their own set of difficult circumstances this year. And he said, some i I can't, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something like it, it instead of stealing your resolve s t e a l it stealed your resolve s t e e l and he didn't say it because you know he was like saying anything profound, it just kind of rolled off his tongue. We were just having a conversation on a zoom call with members of our family, but the way he said it 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 just really it really hit home. And I thought, that's, that's so true. We could have allowed this circumstance that we experienced to steal our resolve, S-T-E-A-L. But instead, we both made a decision to allow it to steal our resolve, S-T-E-E-L, our resolve to, first of all, finally get this crazy marriage registered with the local government, but more importantly, it steeled our resolve to make this marriage work, to make this relationship work and make it healthy. We could have, we, we, we could have allowed it to steal our victory, to steal our joy. But instead, it steeled our inner uh, fortitude, our commitment to each other. What are your thoughts on what I've just said, Sana?
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Okay, well, that's enough for this episode. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> with James and Sana. <laughs> That's all you have to say. Bye. Thanks for pressing play on our little show. To keep abreast of what Sana and I are up to, head on over to beatenpath.media. That's spelled B-E-A-T-I-N path dot media And you can learn all about us, and you can follow our exploits as we bring Sana to the United States from Vietnam, where she's currently living. And there are even opportunities that you can find out about helping out with some of the financial costs with that, if you're so inclined. Just go to beatenpath.media, and just look for the About Us link at the top of the page, and you can find more about us. So again, thanks for pressing play, and we will see you next time.